That's where the enemy wants you. He wants you pinned down and feeling like nothing can ever change. Like I'm just a worry wart. That's how I always am. You don't have to be. You can find freedom in these areas. I know because I see it happening every day with the ladies I work with. I know because that's who I was and that's not who I am anymore. Hi, I'm Alicia Michelle, Bible teacher and certified neurocoach who loves helping Christian women learn how to renew their minds using brain science and biblical truth. If you struggle with anxiety, perfectionism, worry, feeling like you're never enough, you are in the right place. I've been there and I understand how frustrating it is to know God's truth but not feel it in your heart. I created the Christian Mindset Coach Podcast to teach you practical brain and biblically-based mindset tools to help you step out of overwhelm and step into the confidence, the joy, the peace, and the closer walk with God that comes from a renewed mind focused on God's life-giving promises. Grab a cozy spot and let's get started. Do you struggle with worry and anxiety? You are not alone. Anxiety is arguably the number one mental health issue today, even for Christians. As a former anxiety sufferer and a neurocoach that's worked with hundreds of women, I've learned that we need practical mindset tools based on both brain science and God's word to get his calming truth into our thoughts. And that's why I host my free anxiety workshop, Three Steps to Freedom from Anxiety Based on Brain Science and the Bible. And you are invited to join me. Go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety to sign up now for this free workshop. Hello there. Welcome to today's episode of the Christian Mindset Coach. I'm Alicia Michelle. You guys, we have an awesome episode today talking about anxiety and worry like we have been talking about, but talking about it from a different perspective. And that is this guilt side. A lot of us struggle with guilt, with worry and anxiety. And I want to address that today, talk about all the factors involved of why it's normal for us to feel guilt around that, and give us some very specific action steps moving forward to be able to find freedom in this area if you struggle with this. So before we get going, let me read a quick listener review because I love hearing from you guys. And again, if you want to do this, you can just go to iTunes or any podcast player that you have that you listen to the podcasts in. And you can leave, if, if it's earned it, I would love for a five-star review and any comments. Well, this is the one from Cinder Lance. She says, I love listening to Alicia Michelle. The podcasts are so supportive to me. They really help me to grow through a healthier thought process. It encourages me to think about life in a more positive, productive way. That's awesome. I'm so glad that that encourages you. And that is my hope is that, you know, we're not going to be able to take away everyone's issues or problems. Nothing, nothing in this world besides Jesus is going to be able to bring the true comfort that our soul needs. But we do have specific tools that we can empower each other with and encouragement. Just, just the fact that there can be a voice somewhere saying, Hey, you're not alone in this. You are not alone in this. And here are some ways that you can deal with it in perhaps a new fashion or a different way. So thank you for sharing those. And again, as always, I would love to hear from you there. Or if you would share on Instagram, you can go over to Instagram. I'm at Alicia Michelle Coach. And we always put a few extra little things in there throughout the week, different reels, or just extra comments and information about these different podcast episodes. And I would love to connect with you there and to uh, continue to encourage you. Okay, so let's get into today's conversation. I meet Christians all the time who really struggle with this idea of not only anxiety, they, they struggle with anxiety, but they struggle with the guilt behind it. Like there's this, this weight that they're a bad Christian, that they're a terrible person, that they should know better. Like all of this, this, this mental clutter. First of all, anxiety is heavy enough to carry, but then to have to carry that 
is even more of a weight. And honestly, I think it's one of the ploys of the enemy to keep us even further stuck when we continue to, to have our nose rubbed in something that we know isn't something we should do, then it just continues to keep us down in the pit versus rising us up. There's a huge myth that a lot of us have subscribed to, especially if we're in the church, that if we are Christians, that we shouldn't have worry or anxiety in our life. And I want to walk very carefully through this because I want to hear, I want you to hear me say that the idea of worry and the idea of anxiety is not something that God wants. It is not what God wants. At the same time, it is understandable why we have it. And Christ himself said that we would face it and we would carry it in this world. It's not something that we should be surprised by, the fact that there are things that cause us to want to feel worry or anxiety. First, let's talk about the verses that a lot of us know around worry and anxiety, which can sometimes lead to this guilt that we feel. And I believe with all my heart that every scripture not only is meant to encourage us and to teach us and to rebuke us and to lead us into righteousness, as it says, but also scripture is not meant to add the heaviness of condemnation. If there is a change that needs to happen, it is from the spirit of conviction, which is always done in love. So let's look at these verses, and I want us to talk about how we may be falling into that trap of allowing them to be heard as a condemnation versus a gentle correction from God. Okay, so the verses I want to read, it's Matthew 6, 25 to 34. The parallel verses are in Luke 12, 22 to 31. And I'm just going to read a couple of them. But the gist of this verse is Jesus is talking to his, his followers and to his disciples and the, those who are around in the crowd, just explaining to them how worry is not at all helpful. It says, can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We hear that and we say, yes, I know that worrying doesn't necessarily help me. And I know that I'm not supposed to worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to take care of itself. But yet I still do it. What is that about? And so when we hear those verses, it's almost like, okay, here's just another opportunity for me to see that I'm falling short and I'm not what God wants me to be. So we can hear it like that. And then there's this other verse in Philippians 4, 6 that says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. These are powerful verses and they give us great instruction on how to handle worry. Philippians, again, says, don't worry about anything. Pray about it instead. And many of us do this. We think, I have prayed and yet I still struggle with worry. And so again, it can feel like when we read these verses that it's almost like an indictment of what we know to be true on the surface, but we're not following through with it. So let's talk about another verse that I think can really kind of bridge that gap between feeling the guilt and understanding why we respond the way we do to worry. John 16, 32 to 33. But the time is coming, indeed it is here now, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Fear is a normal response to the troubles of this life. There will be troubles. Jesus says we are going to have reasons to worry in this verse. We hear we can have peace in him. 
but we will have trials and sorrows. And so I think some of us have been living in this world where we think, well, if I just can get out of the trials and sorrows or somehow overcome them by not worrying about them, then that's the answer. He's not saying worry or anxiety are necessarily going to go away. He knows he addresses these things because he knows it's going to happen and he wants us to have a different response. He wants us, instead of feeling that con- condemnation around feeling like, don't worry about it, just let go, each trouble, each day has enough trouble of its own. He wants us to say, okay, it's real that it's happening and I'm going to choose a different response. He wants us to respond to fear by releasing it, by allowing it to serve as an opportunity to grow in our faith. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. And all throughout the Old Testament, we see God stepping in to help his people carry the burden of what they were encountering. Jesus does not say that we will not have trouble. He says you will have trouble. What we can take from this is that it's normal to have trouble. It's normal to feel stressed. It's normal to see these things as a reason to worry and to have anxiety. Our job and the way we can be released from some of that condemnation is to see it and recognize it as real, but to not let it lead us to guilt. Because again, fear turned into anxiety. When we allow that that stimulus of fear to turn into anxiety, then it, it also, as it sits there for a while, it turns to that guilt. And that's more for us to carry. Are you stuck in anxious thought patterns, even though you know God tells you not to worry? Is your mind consumed by what ifs? It's like you want God's peace, but you don't know what to do with all these anxious, fearful thoughts. Well, I totally understand. I struggled with anxiety most of my life, even as a Christian. And it wasn't until I became a neuro coach and learned the brain science behind anxious thoughts that I finally was able to find freedom from those fearful what if thoughts that had left me an emotional mess. Listen, it's not enough to intellectually know God's promises that he'll calm our fears. We need practical, brain and biblically based mindset tools to understand how to access God's life-giving peace when anxiety strikes. We need the tools to get the truth into our thoughts. You're invited to join me for a free anxiety workshop where I'll give you the first steps to conquering anxiety. You have the power to manage your anxiety with grace and truth, and I want to help you get started on this journey. Sign up now for this free anxiety workshop at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety. Look, there's always going to be a reason to be fearful and anxious. Jesus said so himself. Let me teach you the mindset life skills that every Christian woman needs to take charge of her thoughts and effectively manage anxious thoughts when they strike. Sign up now for this free anxiety workshop at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety. So what if we looked at these fearful triggers, not as an opportunity of like we keep getting stuck in them. What if we looked at them as an opportunity that God is calling us into a gentle calling to press into our faith more? What if we said, you know, I'm not sure how to respond. God, I want to learn and I want to lean into trust and surrender instead of just clinging to worry and anxiety and turning fear into more worry and anxiety and more guilt. I want to lean into something different. It's part of understanding why you and I may be stuck in these things and how guilt, again, is like we said, is not the right response, but how we might be continue to stay stuck in this is we have to have that understanding of how and why worry is somewhat of a benefit to us. So many of us have learned that this is how we handle the triggers of this world. This is how we handle the fear. I think it's interesting when we get mad at ourselves for handling fear 
as anxiety because it's almost like when we're mad at ourselves for being hungry. Hunger is a normal response to our body using up energy. We can feed our body healthy food to satisfy that hunger and keep us feeling strong, or we can just not eat and feed ourselves junk and we won't feel well. And that's kind of like what we can choose to do when we have these triggers, these fearful things that happen, which like Jesus says, again, are going to happen. We have the choice. We can choose to lean into God and begin to practice what it could be to have a different response to fear, and that's not worry and anxiety, or we can continue to keep being anxious, continue to keep leaning on worry, and then feel that added guilt and all these other things turning into condemnation, all these things being added to us. Psalm 38.4 talks about guilt and how overwhelming it can be, how burdensome it can be. It says, my guilt overwhelms me. It's a burden too heavy to bear. So again, like we said, fear is the trigger. We can't stop that trigger from coming, but we can control how we respond to the trigger. We can make the choice to use anxious thoughts as a way to manage that trigger, which would be an unhealthy way, or we can choose to allow the spirit to transform our thoughts through new mindset patterns, which we read about in Romans 12 too, so that we can respond in a way that cultivates peace and honors God. We have a choice. And I really believe if we can begin to see these moments where the fear triggers are present as opportunities to grow in God, opportunities where God is saying, let me show you a different way. Let me free you up in this because all you're doing is continuing in the same pattern and it's just adding, now you're adding guilt to it. And I don't want you to live with that anymore. Let's talk about why we get stuck in these patterns. I think it's really important to understand this because we can feel like, well, am I just crazy? Why can't I just let go of this? This is a subconscious thing often that's happening. It is something that's been created from repetition a lot of times we have cultivated these anxious thought patterns as coping mechanisms for life stresses or past trauma. Maybe we saw how people who are influential in us and our lives as we were younger, this is how they handled it. Some of us are just kind of psychologically geared toward being a little bit more anxious and, and high strung in that way. But wherever the impetus was, if we've always responded to a fear or danger trigger with anxious thoughts, the chances are we've conditioned our mind to accept, to respond to a trigger with anxiety or worry. That's what we've conditioned our response to be. And this is why, again, we can't just tell ourselves to stop worrying. We have, have a literal, almost like a habit that's been created in our mind where it's like, when this stimulus happens, this is what we're going to do. That's why it's, it's, it's very important that we learn how to respond differently to worry and fear and anxiety. We have a different outlet for it. It's not to get rid of the trigger itself because we, that's what we think we want or we want to try to change it, but it's, we get to take back control by understanding why we got to that place and how we can have a different way out. And so that's way more than what we can cover in this podcast episode, but that's why I created the, the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit, because that is the custom plan that you can create to manage your anxiety. I really believe anxiety is a very personal journey that we all walk on. There's not a one size fits all. However, just like there was not a one size fits all to a certain illness that some of us may have. We can use certain tools. We have, can have a toolbox of tools in front of us and we can choose to decide which of these tools we are going to use that would be a good fit for us. And we can experiment to see what which ones are going to work. If we can use the truths of brain science, neuroscience, the proven science behind how our minds are put together, and we used the biblical truth 
And we found ways to be able to use that neurological truth, that neuroscience as the vehicle for the biblical peace and the biblical truth to get it in our heart. That's what we want to do. And that is what the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit helps you create. It helps you create a plan for managing your anxiety on both of those levels from that perspective. There are scientific, specifically proven action steps for calm and peace that you are going to customize to your anxiety triggers. You're going to bring in the stuff in the moment. We have a whole bunch of resources in there to help you identify those things. In the moment, how to handle it. You're going to bring in the things that are what we think of as maintenance strategies or just general offensive strategies to keep our minds calm. You're going to be bringing those things in and experimenting with them. And you will have a plan more than just telling yourself to stop worrying or or carrying around that guilt, that heaviness that's weighing you down on top of the worry and the anxiety. You're going to know exactly how to tap into God's peace. You're going to know how to use these scientific principles for yourself to get God's promises in your heart. And the cool thing about that is all of us are on different journeys. All of us need to hear different things from God. So we're not saying this is a prescription that fits everybody. This is a framework that you fill in to match what you need. It's very it's very structured and put together in, in, in a manner that you're going to be able to follow it really easily to create it. There's, there's four teaching videos on the different mindset things, the neuroscience stuff. And then there's all kinds of resources and there's a Bible study as part of it because we want to have the medicine of God's word. But all of it is put together so that you're you're slowly putting together this, this action plan, what you're going to do to manage your anxiety. And it's something that's customized. You can change for every season that you go through. You have forever access to it. So I, I, I want you to hear what I'm saying today in that if you want, that you don't have to carry the guilt You don't have to carry the guilt of worry and anxiety that God says that there will always, always be triggers for fear. There will always be a reason to feel these ways, but we don't have to allow it to turn into anxiety and worry that we can create an action plan or different ways for us to combat that. But we if we let it sit and we continue to just keep walking in it, it's not going to get better. It's not going to change. It's just going to continue to compound and the guilt is going to get stronger and stronger around it. That's where the enemy wants you. He wants you pinned down and feeling like nothing can ever change. Like I'm just a worry wart. That's how I always am. You don't have to be. You don't have to be. You can find freedom in these areas. I know because I see it happening every day with the ladies I work with. I know because that's who I was. I was a woman who struggled with anxiety her entire life. And it's not until I made an active choice to begin to figure out how could I use my mind, my brain, the science behind it, to get God's truth into my heart that so desperately needed comfort, that needed to feel like, what what can I control in this situation, that needed to release some things. I had to be active. I had to decide, yes. I'm going to do something about this and I'm not going to just let it sit and wait for someday or just to accept that, oh, I'm just a worrier and oh, I'm just going to kind of feel guilty about it. And it's this private struggle that I have. No, I'm going to be different and I am going to live differently. I'm not going to pretend that I can get rid of the triggers because we can, we can try to calm our lives. Sure. And minimize those things, but there's always going to be people who annoy you, right? Let's just be real. Things that are going to happen that are out of your control, job loss, illness, 
crazy stuff that happens in life that we don't even expect or we could ever plan for, what are the things that you're going to do to begin to get this under control? And we're going to talk about this a whole bunch more in the next episode. I can't wait. We're going to dig into this in a deeper way because this is really the crux behind why we don't address worry and anxiety. There are some very specific things that are keeping us stuck in these patterns. But for today, I just want you to hear that you don't have to stay stuck in this, that you don't have to feel fear and automatically respond with worry and anxiety. And as a result, you don't have to live with guilt. I want to help you find freedom. Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit is a great place to begin that journey and to find some healing around that. Again, using God's word and using proven science. And you can find out more about that at calmyouranxietytoolkit.com. All right, like I said, we're coming back next week with some tough love, but some, I think, pretty powerful, encouraging words about how to get unstuck and take responsibility for some of these mindset issues around anxiety. Until then, friend, have a great week. Thanks for joining me today. Please go to christianmindsetcoachpodcast.com and click on podcast in the menu to get the full show notes and more information on the resources that we talked about. And don't forget to subscribe and to leave a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks so much in advance. I'll see you back here for the next episode.